everyone how are you doing today thing 22 this idea for this live stream came to me after my conversation with one of my, my multi-millionaire expert jonathan twomley this morning look for three videos from jonathan this morning one on unemployment already published one about uh interest rates is coming out later and then one about comparing single family and multi-family uh, those will all be out today. One is live already. Two more are coming. But let me paint you a picture about 2022. A lot of us are getting captured in what's going on in 2021, myself included. I'm looking at lots of deals today, dealing with higher interest rates, looking at refis, just trying to figure out how I want to be, how I want to take advantage of what I see coming. But instead of being stuck in the moment, being stuck in the summer, Let's just all move to 2022. And let me paint you a picture because if we can generally agree about where we will go, we can execute before we get there. So these are things that I'm thinking. If you can get out a piece of paper and maybe take these notes down, and I would love to hear from you which you think are most likely, which you think are nonsense. Because I am really thinking about how to deploy my personal capital going forward. Stuff all the time. So let me paint you a picture. Fast forward, it's 2022. First, 30-year debt, fixed rate debt for owner-occupants, owner-oc, is now 4.5%. So higher than it is today about 50% higher than it is today. Again, 4.5% is what you could get for owner-occupant, good credit, down payment, whole bit. Investment loans, again, 30-year fixed, good down payment, good credit, reserves, all of that, five and a quarter, so about 75 basis points higher. Again, I'm trying to set up what might be the investing landscape in 2022, so we do the work now we get ready for it. We learn our markets. We execute, get ready for it. Here's a big one. Not that a rising interest rate isn't a big one. It's meaningful. But here's the one that I think is going to be good for us. And that is inventory triples. If you heard about existing home sales earlier this week on this channel in our daily financial news, I reported that it's at a record low two-month supply. Record drop 29.3% if memory serves. Between you and I, I rounded that to 30%. We then heard about new construction drastically slowing down because of inflation and all of that. I think by next year, inventory will triple. Now, what does that mean? Well, inventory tripling brings us back to about an even market. Not really a buyer's market, not really a seller's market. I think what you will have is you will have some locations be buyer's market and some locations be seller's market. It won't be a blanket statement where every market, including Las Vegas, for heaven's sakes, is a seller's market. Very abnormal. Would not have guessed that, for example, with Las Vegas. In addition to inventory tripling, I believe inflation will be running at least 3.5%. Part of the reason why interest rates will be up is because inflation will be running hot at 3.5%, probably at a level where the Fed's got to pay attention. 
Next, we are going to be coming off a year. Again, remember we are in 2022, so GDP, gross domestic product, will have been reported for the U.S. at 8% plus. Will go down as a record for the last 50 years. 8%. That's Those are numbers that you and I never thought we would have. And of course, that's because we're coming off a pretty bad base for 2020. Nonetheless, 8% GDP growth reported in 2021 is going to be a good thing. It is going to be such a good thing because one of the things that a gross domestic product growing at 8% will do is it will drive down the unemployment rate. Both the bogus U3, which I think is reported at 6.4%, it's total trash, it is unusable but still reported, and U6, I think U6 is at 11.3 these days, it will go down as well. I believe unemployment will get to a point in 2022 that is under 4.5%. And then lastly, because there's been a lot of talk about the 10-year treasury, right, it started 2021 at 0.93. I believe it ends the year at 2.8%. So that is the environment you and I as real estate investors, maybe homeowners are thinking about. What do we do? What do we see? Well, I think it's going to be depending on whether you're looking at new construction or existing home sales. So let's talk new construction because that's a shorter conversation. I think new construction is really going to boil down to two factors, and they're kind of what you and I have heard all our lives. First and foremost, location, location, location. There are some builders that will be building new homes in cities that are growing by leaps and bounds. Maybe these builders were growing in, you know, were building in cities that were once growing at 1% or 2% because of the work from home, because of the millennials, because of the move south. They're now growing at 4 or 5%. So they created their subdivisions at perfect timing, rather be lucky than good. They are going to be selling lot hot, hot cakes and raising prices. Where if you're building new construction in cities that are now, we're planning for a 2 or 3% growth that are actually declining, those builders, those builders are going to be in some kind of pain. Also, I think it is going to be type. I think one of the great opportunities going forward is going to be builders who transition from the move-up, make-ready McMansions to first entry-level buyers. I believe we are about to suffer a four- or five-year period where we have increasing price and increasing interest rates, which makes the move-up buyer far more likely to stay home and upgrade what they have because they don't want payment shock. We are going to have years where payment shock stops transactions. It's not being talked about. It's not being reported today, but it will be a problem. Now let's flip the script and go existing home sales. This is where I play. Rentals, buying rentals, new construction, not my thing. But let's talk about existing home sales. First, I think condition is going to matter. Condition. If you are working with a house that is dialed in, upgraded, and perfect, it is going to sell. It's going to sell probably at or close to asking. I think the days of 10, 15, 20% over asking will be over. But I think the best location, the best upgraded, the nicest properties, think the top 5 or 10% of active listings. 
that stuff's just going to go. It's going to sell. It's going to sell owner awk and you're going to be on your way. That's going to leave a lot of inventory. It's going to leave a lot of inventory first and foremost for people who are really frozen out of the market today. 2021 being a VA or an FHA buyer with low down payments is tough. I would argue impossible. I believe that changes next year. I believe the inventory raise, the tripling we talked about earlier, is going to make it easier for FHA buyers to get in. I believe it will be easier for VA buyers to get in with zero down. I think that is a great thing. Continuing on the theme with condition, I believe there will be, you know, there's the perfect, there's the VA and FHA buyers, and then there's the investors, you and I. I believe there will be a set of properties that are of condition that either A, will not pass the physical inspections of VA or FHA buyers, or even if they're quote-unquote livable, they will be of condition where a VA or FHA buyer will not buy because they don't have the money to replace the shag carpeting, the green tile, the yellow tile, the old cabinets. They won't have the ability to knock the wall down and make an island, open open floor plans, things of that nature. So I believe inventory increase is going to open up opportunities for all of us. Also, if you're an owner, uh, I believe appreciation will slow down dramatically. The other thing that I think is going to happen that makes inventory triple is you're going to have the move-up buyers I talk about all the time. We are going to have some frustrated landlords finally give up. And yes, we will have some owners that have to sell either via foreclosure or because there's job movement or whatever. All of that stuff is coming. So in the end, I think 2022 is going to be a year where it is easier to get deals done. But realize interest rates will be higher. I started it out with that. Interest rates for owner AUK will be four and a half. Investors will be five and a quarter. So if you have the opportunity to get in today at significantly lower rates, probably a good idea. If you're one of my students and follow what I'm doing in my course, how to get started one rental at a time, you know, model out different interest rates because I think interest rates becoming in the next 12 to 14 to 15 to 16 months right next year, I think they're going to be higher. So let's not be surprised. Let's do the work early. Let's get ready for it. Um, I'm excited by what's coming because I like making deals. I like doing deals. Frankly, I don't get the best interest rates now. So interest rates going from 3 to 4.5% doesn't impact me, but it impacts a lot of you watching. So please do the work. Please focus. Please understand your market. Understand what's average. Do what I talk about. Do what my students are doing. And if you don't know, I have a playlist on this channel called Student Reviews. There's hours of student videos talking about what they're doing, what's going on in their business. Just watch them. It's free. Have some fun. So in the end, hopefully you wrote those down. Remember, uh, owner rock loans four and a half, investment loans five and a quarter, inventory triple, inflation three and a half or greater, GDP 8% or more, and unemployment under four and a half. Leave comments below. Let me know what you think is crazy, what you think is likely, and what are you going to do now 
to take advantage of today's market or get ready for the future. Remember, today's a great day to make some money and let's be better than yesterday. Bye-bye.